From Jinsi on the Eclipse. Welcome to Snobcast. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for actually, you're the one who reached out. So it's kind of nice. Well, that's like an extra reason that I need to say thank you because um, it's so funny. I forgot why I ended up on the concert goers Instagram. And I was like, these are really cool reviews. Like what? Well, not reviews, but this is like a cool page. What's going on? And then I totally forgot that it was you and Jess. And I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna reach out to Jenny. Like, <laughs> yeah, and actually, so funny, we're restarting concert goers like this week. So, oh, weird. Yeah. The universe is getting me ready for it. Clearly, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm hiding my face because, uh, as I said, I, I there's like sun just beaming through, and the curtains are drawn. So, mm. it is what it is. Uh, yeah, how you been doing? Good. What's going on? There's so much happening. Are you in Montreal? No, I moved to Toronto uh, like five months ago. Uh, so yeah, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, to be honest. I moved five months ago, uh, started releasing music again, because I haven't released in like three years, which is why I reached out to you. I'm like, if if I'm going to do interviews and podcasts and stuff, I want it to be a little more like people I know and have it feel like home again because I feel like yeah. I'm like sort of getting back to my roots a little bit especially as like a folk pop artist I feel like I pushed away from that and sort of went this pop route with the last single and I'm glad that it only took me a single to realize that like mm, this doesn't feel like me so you know my whole goal and uh vision with this new single coming out on September 22nd back to being friends is just getting back to that like real whole core exactly getting back to the core and i'm like well who's at the core it's not like trying to hunt down these big uh blogs and like and magazines it's like where are the people that were there from square one and uh i wonder if that's how i ended up on concert goers i don't know maybe you were just like maybe you were drinking and like you're just like scrolling and you're like what the hell is this <laughs> like hitting up an, an old ex i was just scrolling yeah. through old interviews and was like <laughs> uh, i want to mention something you mentioned um that the single before this one uh back to being friends which was just for fun right just for fun yeah so that's the one you realized okay this is too poppy is that what you i wouldn't even say too poppy it's just it's not um a message i think that i connect with anymore I think when I wrote it with with an artist uh it felt great at the time and it was actually supposed to be a single for her and we just we all just sort of realized it's such a good song we don't want it to sort of get buried and and die hmm. in like the catalog of unreleased so we were like let's just release it as Chinsy in the Eclipse and it it sounded like fun and it sounded great um and I loved the idea of releasing it it's it's truly when we did release it and I was promoting it that I was like what am I promoting what am I trying to say here yeah and it was it was such a big 
moment of like no regret definitely not because I don't think that would have happened if if I didn't if I didn't have this um this sort of situation come up but I was like I don't know what I'm talking about and that's not fun that's not you know that's not the person I am that's not the artist I am so it was sort of like okay cool we learned that let's get back to us and um back to being friends wasn't even going to be released on uh well I don't think ever this was sort of a, a back catalog song too and I was like no this song holds a lot of emotion for me and is about someone I really care about and that's that's where I'm at you know interesting so, I uh mm-hmm. like you said you were going back to the basics and things and like I I think I've been following you since the beginning um and you're very candid and you're very open about your process of songwriting um and so like you're saying back to being friends was like on the back burner for a long time how long have you been writing this fucking song i think back to being friends is about it's a year and a half old it's not that it's not super old but uh i wrote it a year and a half ago when i got dumped for the first time in a very long time so okay (laughs) so so by being broken up with Mm. like this that was kind of like a punch to the gut yeah and you were like i need to go back and i need to yeah hatch this song oh yeah a little bit and what was so funny about that song is that i was I was so blindsided by this breakup because it was like a long distance relationship. Um, And we just got on FaceTime one night and he, you know, good for him. He stayed true to himself and was like, here's where I'm at. Here's what I need. Here's what I don't need. Which like anyone who knows me knows that I very much prefer honesty to people faking anything, anytime. No bullshit. Yeah, exactly. This is why we get along. It's it's a it's a really no bullshit situation in my life with everything. Well, and it goes back to releasing music. Like I don't want to release things that I don't connect with. I don't want to be a part of or be associated with things that are bullshit. You yeah. know. So, um, we had that conversation, and I literally thought it was a joke because we were such like jokesters all the time. And I was like, mm, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and he's like, no. Like this is he's like no for real and I was like oh okay um but yeah and it was I I remember going to the studio and talking with uh Luca who I started working with from day one yeah just being upset that I wasn't upset I'm like I want to be mad about this I'm hurt and I can't I can't hate this person and I hate that I hate that I can't hate them. And he was a good dude. He was a good dude. Yeah, and like we're still friends now, you know. Like yeah. we, we took some time apart to like you know get away from it all, and now we're we're friends again and stuff. But I think that was the hard part is that we were friends before we dated, so it was like, well, are we losing all of this now? Like, do I not get my friend back just because, mm. like, just because it didn't work out romantically? And that's like, that's when we sort of became friends again. But before that. Uh, I wrote the song back to being friends and it's just about how like you know it was something so special and now it's gone but like do we really have to lose everything can we get back to being the people that we were like without the sex essentially yeah yeah and and I mean uh you mentioned that in the song and 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 
it's it's a beautiful beautifully written song but it also kind of makes you feel good in a way um oh. <laughs> yeah like like it's a sad song but it's it's that's one thing i talk about with my friends all the time is i love music that uh makes <laughs> that the lyrics are like actually like heartbreaking but mm. but the melody makes you feel so good and you're like yeah. ah, i can conquer the world and like yeah. this is a good example of a song like that and um i was listening to it before we uh came on here and um i mean it, it's definitely like hit material i don't know what the hell like Thank people you. are sitting on um like just wake up and shit uh <laughs> we're trying we're trying it's there's a lot of music out there so uh, it is insane like and and yeah. and uh how do you like how what really this is i would this is not even on my question list but like what makes you want to continue doing it because it's it's difficult especially in canada like mm-hmm. i mean i think it's probably difficult everywhere but but here for some reason i don't know what it is i think it's it's so simple and so heartbreaking at the same time but i, mm-hmm. I have to i have to there's no this is your calling what what is my purpose if i'm not like i and it's i've like had oh my god am i gonna cry it's okay it's fine let's cry together i've been emotional today too so it's fine but no because you're you're so right it's it's very difficult to be an independent artist and i'm fully independent right now i left my management um why was that why did you do that uh it just didn't feel like the right vision anymore we didn't see we it's again going back to those roots right and being like okay i need to center myself and work with myself to know what i'm putting out there before i introduce other parties involved mm-hmm. um so that being said there's no bad blood or anything it's just genuinely i need to get back to me and put out what i need to put out you know and what i know i need to put out not to to, to be on the radio and be, you know, signed or working with people at a certain stature, but to, to get back to what I want to be making for me and for the people who listen to my music. And that's, you know, that goes back to your question of why do you do it? It's so difficult. I have to. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing else that I can do that brings what this brings. And it's hard, but I love it. So even though you're so cute, stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's so it's so hard, you know. And like again, I like I moved to Toronto for this, and I love Montreal. You're a Montreal girl. Like, sorry to say, but like you're a Montreal girl. Like I'm a Montreal girly. But like that's that's just to say how much like you know making music and making something that connects with people and playing shows and seeing people's faces. Like it's all so worth it and like the only thing that i truly could do you know yeah i did not expect this today Jeez. neither did i but no i i, 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 I <laughs> but i mean you 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 made a huge step and you said you five five months now you're in uh toronto um yeah. do you love it do you hate it what do you miss about home besides your family obviously and your friends um i i love toronto i really do and i think there's different aspects that Toronto brings that Montreal doesn't have and there's different aspects of Montreal that Toronto doesn't have and like both places really do feel like home um interesting yeah it's it's weird I didn't expect to feel that way about Toronto um 
But, you know, I don't think I'd be the creative that I am if I wasn't from Montreal. Like, Mm. in Montreal, we allow ourselves the time to, you know, breathe and go for, like, a two-hour walk from, like, Montreal North all the way to the mile end just because we're walking. It's Uh, on the way. Yeah, It's on the way, right? And I'm like... (laughs) Uh, I'm such a, a pain in the ass when it comes to that because I'll be like, yeah, it's a five minute walk, and we have I'm the same way. Five minutes. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I actually was in Toronto uh, a few months ago, and uh, I was actually in town for a show, and and I kept telling my friend who I was with, I was like, ah, oh, it's just it's just two blocks, it's just two yeah. blocks. It was like forty five minutes, you know. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. But it doesn't feel that way. No, that's the that's thing. Like if you're if you're in in an area where it's like just beautiful to walk, it feels like five minutes, so it's fine, you know. Yeah. And like, to be honest, I do the same thing in Toronto. If anything, I walk more yeah. uh, here, which yeah. is weird. But yeah, the city is it has a lot going on for it. Like, um, you know, there was the Polaris Music Gala last night. How was that? The time. Oh, it was so fun. It was your first one. My first one, first one I attended, it was exciting. And I think what I what I like about Toronto and people might um, argue with me on this is that I, I just think people genuinely want to connect. You just have to find the right people. Yeah. And like, you know, you're in a room with all these other artists, other um, people in the industry who want to talk to developing artists and new artists. So, you know, it's exciting to you know, mention to someone, oh, I have a song coming out this Friday. And they're like, oh, tell me about that. Yeah. Like just hearing someone tell me about that. Ah, oh, please. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> your language. Yeah, it's hard to talk about yourself, you know. And like sometimes people don't want to hear it and you're like, cool, walk away. <laughs> That's it. Asshole. Yeah, no. <laughs> you said um, it. <laughs> yeah, no, I said it. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, this is Snobcast after all um i want to talk uh again i might make you cry or not i don't know um i want to talk about your etel fest performance Mm. Mm. (laughs) you're like shit this is about my new song um uh no i mean we played it at etel fest so that was fun oh you did you played back to being friends there yeah amazing but i want to know the the deeper meaning about etel fest to you and um why it was so special for you to to perform there this summer that's a festival yeah. in Montreal for those listening. Yeah, Etel Fest uh, is yeah a festival in Montreal um, that happens in Little Italy. And if you know my music, you know that I wrote um, a whole EP called Little Italy because I lived there for three years, four years, something like that. And it is by far the fondest memories I've had when it comes to um, creating, creating music and just living life. It was a very big part of my life uh living there which is why I named the EP that and I had I reached out to Etal Fest saying hey this is a really like this hits home I'm you know, sorry again you're just doing your own PR you're just reaching out to people you're like listen Etal Fest yeah I want to perform here it's so funny because I'll like talk with other indie artists and they're like what's what's your secret weapon what are you doing and I'm like um I ta- I annoyingly talk to people like no joke that's I'm just like hey what's up uh this is happening and I want to be a part of it and like I don't know people people need community man we like talking to each other we we like hearing that what we're doing is affecting someone in a positive way and that's exactly why I reached out to Ethel Fest and 
you know, why I reached out to you. Like it's, yeah. it's things that I enjoy and want to do, you know? And like that being said, you could totally edit this out because I'm just going to like blow up your head now. No, no, but, I love this. This is, this podcast okay, is unedited. So just keep going. <laughs> oh, even better. But it's just like, it genuinely is like, okay, what are people doing that I actually like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like there's so much bullshit in life and especially in entertainment industries of like, oh, well, I want to be on this podcast because they have this many views and I want to be on this show because that'll get me here. And it's like, that's fantastic. And I totally get that. But like, don't you also want to have a good time doing it? Yeah. Like, you know, don't you want to work and talk with people that you actually enjoy? Um, and, you know, that's, that's again, why I reached out to you, why I reached out to ETOP. That's because it was something that I saw the year before and really enjoyed. Um, I sent an email, like, as soon as the festival was done. Didn't hear back from them. Then we played a show um, at Pitsy Campus. And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even know that the organizers were at that show, but they reached out this summer saying, hey, uh, we saw you play. We'd love if you could come play at Etal Fest. We got your email. And like, I can't remember what I said, but I was just saying how like it's really important as um, an Italian Montrealer. Um, you know, my grandparents are no longer with us. Um, there's, I feel like with time, you sort of feel a disconnect going on with your heritage, especially when you don't speak the language as much anymore. Um, you're not interacting as much anymore um so it was like something important to me that just it was it was a musical endeavor that I wanted to do and it was sort of a way to grasp that that life that I grew up with of like you know making tomatoes in the backyard or Mm -hmm. making sausages downstairs or squishing the wine grapes with your grandfather you know and like so yeah it was just it was just a way to reconnect with that and I thought that's all that it was. And then when they emailed me uh, saying you're going to be playing, uh, it just, it it hit me really hard. And I swear to God, I'm not a crier, but apparently I am now. But I like bursted into tears, um, mostly because, you know, I lived with my grandmother for like a year or so. And I would like sing in the spare bedroom all the time. And not once would she tell me to like quiet down even though it was really annoying because I couldn't really sing that well then (laughs) but you know it just it just brought back a lot of memories and um my grandmother and I were very close we we had the same birthday so oh amazing I know automatically the favorite of the family you know yeah I was a favorite Um, too so you get it I was the only I was the only boy so oh that's why yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) that's funny um, but yeah, it was great. And then playing the show uh, was also fantastic. It was like they they really offered me an opportunity of playing the biggest stage that I have yeah. um, when it comes to like festivals and stuff. Um, and I really wanted to do right by it. So I hired um, Julian, my guitarist, who has been with me since the beginning, um, who is an incredible producer and like He's not even a session musician, but we're just such good pals that he's like, yeah, I got you. Um, And then hired Jay as the drummer. And he just kicked the show to like a new level that I'm so excited uh, to bring to Montreal on October 13th. Uh, It's going to be with the new band. And it's just it's just elevated to a place where I want it to be, you know. There's something uh, about getting a, a like a live band together, and there's no like 
you're not push pushing any buttons to like have a sound like you're actually like creating the music live it's mm. like it's it's another yeah you know, it's another format i guess uh yeah yeah i just like listen if i could be on tour most of the year for the rest of my life you're I, happy. yeah i will not complain so the fact of like you know bringing jay into into the live shows and stuff he like he built this show up. And unfortunately, you're going to miss that show. I will. You always have family engagement. It's so weird. Shows. Yeah. And I have a small family. I don't know how this is always happening. But they have I, good. We we have good dates in mind. That's the thing. We do. <laughs> but it's also the Friday the 13th. It is on Friday the 13th. Whoa, in October. I know. Fun. Wild. Ooh, let's hope nothing happens. I'm no, very superstitious. So. It'll be. Yeah, but 13 is like lucky for Italians. So it is true. That'll be the best show. So, I mean, um, what else is going on um, in the sense of um, where the hell's the album? When's it coming? We, I feel like your fans are very patient. Could, could, like, could I, I could be wrong, but. Thank God they're patient. Because yeah. I'm in the middle of like finding my well i'm in the middle i was in the middle of like finding my sound hmm. finding myself as a person finding you know just my physical place in this world what what life is supposed to have in store for me and like yeah. again this is all just very very new realizations in the past like literally two months you know um so they are very patient i'm very i'm very grateful for that because i need it yeah. Um, but I don't know. The album will come eventually, but maybe maybe there's another single coming out on Ooh. the same day as the Montreal show. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, maybe. We don't know anything about that here. So we don't know anything about anything. No, we don't. <laughs> but that's exciting. I mean, and and I feel like um your fan base being patient and, and whatnot. Like I said, I've been following you since the beginning. So like we always see these snippets of your life and these snippets of songs that just come to your head. Mm-hmm. and um and a lot of us are like release the music this people that's the message you get all the time i'm assuming is just fucking release the song you know like <laughs> but i mean it's love because people want to hear what you have to say yeah I and mean, it's I mean, like people are not bullying you you know what i mean from what i know anyway uh <laughs> i don't think so no and if they do just send them my way um perfect yeah <laughs> Um, just like a fun, a few questions here. Um, you probably get asked this or have been asked this a, a lot, but who's your dream collab? Like it could be anybody. Uh, okay. I like obviously Julia Michaels. Um, yes. You're a big, big fan. Do you know her personally? No. Okay. I I'm always like three, three degrees away from her. Like, okay. Whatever the saying is. Um, no, I know. But eventually, I think it'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fun. Freya Ridings is also an artist that I truly love. Who um, gave me a little bit of advice on Instagram because she follows me. Don't ask me how that happened, but anyway. It's always the best feeling when like someone who you admire is like, oh, I'm following you now. You're like, what the? Yeah, exactly. So now, yeah. now I'm just manifesting like a Canadian tour with her because she's yeah. uh, from the UK. And I'm like, that's totally going to happen. And when it does, I'm going to come back and be like, Jenny, remember? Remember yeah. when we spoke about this? I will follow you on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. I have no money for you, but like it'll be That's good. not all. I'll take care of it myself. <laughs> like for me, like don't worry about me. Um... <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's there's a lot of like 
especially right now I'm getting in a lot of writing rooms with people, but Julia Michaels has always been like a dream. Uh, Freya writings, like I said, is incredible. Um, uh, Billy Raful is also a great writer and artist who uh, we had the pleasure of opening up for in 2019. Amazing. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll be able to write something soon and then we'll work with that. But yeah. Your, uh, your first musical memory in your home. Hmm. My first musical memory. Like the one that you, that you can remember. I, I mean, it's definitely not the first, but it's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, so I, I really love School of Rock. It was like my favorite movie. Yeah, who doesn't? If the if you hate it, you're not right. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Like if you don't like School of Rock, can be yeah. friends. If you don't like Jack Black, there's the door. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't talk to me. Uh, yeah, no. But when I was younger, I had short hair that looked like Jack Black when he's Dewey Finn <laughs> in School of Rock. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I can't picture it. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I was like. And I was like a pretty round kid. Um, so my my uh, my cousins and sisters would call me Jack Black. And I fucking loved it. I was like, yeah, I am Jack Black. And That's right. The house, <laughs> just singing and being like, Let's get and it was <laughs> ridiculous. And like, so the specific memory that comes to mind when you ask me this, which again, is definitely not the first, there's like a... Um, a video of me and my sisters when we had like digital cameras and we're mm -hmm. like I don't know doing stupid shit upstairs while my mom is working downstairs and I like pass the camera and I'm like Let's and my mom is like girls keep it down and like a bunch of idiots we just crouched to the floor like keep it like get low yeah and I'm like oh this is what she meant <laughs> we were just being little shits um yeah that's my that's my little Jack Black musical memory. That's cool. That's a cool one. Um, yeah. Is that and one of your favorite? Every cool factor that I'll ever have ever. <laughs> You're a fucking loser Jack Black impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you say that's that's one of your favorite movies? Do you have um another favorite movie that you want to talk about or mention? Detroit Rock City. I actually um, just watched that for the first time this year. What? Yeah, you I don't didn't know. Watch Detroit Rock City. Yeah, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. Mom, give me my fucking drumsticks. Yeah. Please. It's the best. Sorry, I will obnoxiously quote all those movies. It's uh, that's, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, but that School of Rock, Almost Famous. Oh um, yeah. Almost Famous is great, and like the little hipster inside me wants to not like it anymore because it like blew up on TikTok or something, and everyone wants to be Penny Lane. Yeah, um, which yeah, it's Kate, it's Kate Hudson, it's no one else, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and but it's a little. She was like fourteen in that movie. She looks really young. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but the I, character I'm saying was oh like yeah, 14, which like is a little little, little icky. <laughs> but it actually is well, actually one of my favorite um movies and uh i don't watch it often but when i do watch it it's like a it's an experience it's just the whole yeah. time it's like watching it for the first time again yeah shivers yeah every single time. So um when you've like traveled on tour or whatnot doing going to gigs and things uh what's one thing you never 
travel without? Um, now I never travel without my steam inhaler. Oh my God. That thing saves my life. It's like a little yeah. like, hot box for my throat and my nose for my mouth and nose, I guess. Um, and it's just, especially my voice is really sensitive. I lose it all the time. And it's probably because I don't have the best techniques mm-hmm. um, and I haven't taken lessons and I really should. Um, but that, really 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 helps and I need it to you know just to like be healthy and steam out the vocals a little bit um yeah there's a few things that I never leave without I never leave without more than two stage outfits interesting if I have just one I will have a breakdown no you can't I feel like (laughs) as a performer you can't you need to have a few options available yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know if we've ever spoken about this, but I've like, you know, I've um, overcome eating disorders and body dysmorphia. So it's sort of just like a like a safety net to be like, mm-hmm. okay, I love this outfit, but if I don't feel comfortable in it on this day, at least I have this option because right. I know that it's like, I say I overcome it, but it's sort of something that you always live with and mm-hmm. it's sort of dealing with it and taming those demons. So you know, it's just another exercise to help with that. Lovely. That's beautiful. I was just, I was thinking, like, it came to me, like, as we were talking, I was like, well, that's nice. And I, I yeah, we all kind of have our own shit that we deal with, I guess, mm-hmm. with our bodies and, and all that. Yeah, that's um, why we have to be nice to each other. Everyone's yeah. going through something. Um, I got a few more, because uh, we're running out of time here. Um, Pizza or pasta? You got to choose one. Pizza, because it's quicker and I'm impatient. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a pizza boy. Wait, are um, we making it from scratch or like uh, ordering? Well, now you're making the question more complex. Uh, I was this just pizza in general. Yeah, but this is my brain. See, there are conditions so, for things. So, uh, no, we're ordering. Okay, yeah, pizza. Okay. What if we're making it from scratch? You just said you're impatient. Why would you make it from scratch? True, but I feel like the art of making pasta mm. is more fun than the art of making pizza. That that's fair. Yeah, that's that's you very little nunna machine thing. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, you have like a small arm at the end of it because you're cranking it out. Huh. The pasta. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely a better thing <laughs> to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Who actually before I ask this, uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh Spice Girls. Sick. Which one? Like Spice of Your Life? Yeah. Spice of Your Life and uh what's uh uh what oh my god. Wannabe? Um yeah, wannabe, but the other one um giving you Yeah, that one. That one, I don't the know. The one like Mel C goes crazy on it. Yeah. Just probably yeah. always be there. Is it always be there? Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm guessing it's giving you everything is the name of the song. Um, but don't oh don't quote us on that. Yeah. We are not intellectuals. No, we're not. Um, who are you listening to right now that everyone should know about? Um Besides you, to- obviously. <laughs> Uh, I'm listening to a lot of Noah Kahan right now, which apparently everyone knows about because he's yeah, going. He just on announced tour. the Bell Center show. Yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? I have no idea who this person is. I literally yeah. just saw this today. 
You okay? We after this, you and I are gonna do a deep dive of Noah Kahan, and I'm gonna send you his early stuff, and then you're gonna listen to his new album Stick Season, and just the well, Season of the Sticks, and you're gonna be like, oh wow, the growth. And I think what's what's really incredible about uh, Noah Kahan is the growth in mm. artistry that he that he has, and in like um, his vocal ability, just some next level stuff and I want to say his songwriting got better but he's always been like a songwriter that is absolutely incredible um so another dream collab for sure um yeah so I would say him and I'm just gonna shout out people that I love um Alexander Saint is a great artist that uh yeah you should check out Mm -hmm. um who else is there Mino is fantastic May Wells is also putting out some new music soon. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of old Earth, Wind & Fire, to be honest. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, I know that's not like, who's an artist you want to shout out? But like, no, I've no. never, I've never, I don't know why I've never looked at their catalog aside from like greatest hits. So let I'm me like, send you things for from Earth, Wind & Fire. Please. I'll do that. Yeah. Do that, yes. I'm an old, I actually just saw them a few weeks ago with Lana Ritchie. It was great. Well, I was supposed to go to that show in Toronto. Uh, August, did you go? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was probably one of the best shows ever, huh? Yeah, huge Lionel Richie fan, just you know, growing up and everything. But Earth, Wind, and Fire as well. Talk to me a bit about the artwork for uh, Back to Being Friends, because I, I, it's the first thing that like drew my attention. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, because yeah. the artwork is something I worked on with a really, really talented guy named Mikey. Um, so Mikey Lavi uh, is a graphic designer slash creative director, incredible mind of a human being that is just incredible at bringing visuals uh, to life. And I have a lot of respect for him. He's worked with like, inc- he's worked with Noah Kahan actually and uh, Young the Giant and he's from Montreal. And we have a lot of mutuals. So I reached out to him when it came to the visuals of not only this single and the singles to come, but just Chinty in the Eclipse as a consistent image, um, which has been really hard for me to come up with because I try and keep it as genuine and real and me as possible. Mm-hmm. Like as human beings, we're so multifaceted that I'm like, how do I portray this in one visual and like one quote-unquote brand and uh Mikey and I started working together had a lot of brainstorms and we ended up going to a studio and uh shooting all these singles so that the concept is really concrete and consistent and when it came to back to being friends um to me this song really represents the idea of how like we're always begging for more time with each other and in life and we just sort of it's so ironic because we don't necessarily appreciate the time that we have like the present time yeah like we feel like we're constantly looking back or looking forward and we're never just here uh which is something i really try to put into practice now so when it came to the concept for back to being friends it's like okay well what's something that we truly try to appreciate when we're present and the thought of flowers came to mind and how we love getting fresh flowers, um, even though we cut them and they're going to die, you know, <laughs> like. But you appreciate of... them in that moment. Exactly. But we're appreciating them in that moment. And, uh, you know, there's a little vintage 
pocket watch there mm-hmm. as well, just to symbolize that that um, that visual of time and how you we're either not being present or running out, um, which I hate to say. I don't think we're running out of time. I think we're just using our time. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the cover up for back to being friends. Just getting I, back I, to the time. I love it because I'm I'm a huge watch lover, and I first thing obviously I noticed was the watch, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I need to ask her about that. And, yeah, uh, and here we go. Love that. Love that. I should. Are you wearing a watch right now? I am not, but I usually do. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably get a watch. It'll make me look smart. Yeah, I guess. Like it's weird because we have our phones, right? So we're all, we're yeah. always like, oh, their time is there, you know. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, but then we yeah. end up doom scrolling. Ah. Uh, Horrible. That was me like last night. That's me every night. This is the part of the show that you get to plug anything you want. You got a single coming out. You got shows coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verbal vomit, everything. When, wait, when's this this going live? I am hoping by Friday. Okay. I mean, you're live right now. <laughs> yeah, this is right now. No, no, but I'm hoping by, uh, by Friday. Um, yeah, new single out on September 22nd this friday back to being friends uh and it's for anyone who's been through heartbreak that didn't have any anger or animosity after that relationship please go listen to it show in montreal on october 13th we're playing at pussy campus um and we are probably maybe gonna have another single out on the same day right but we don't know nothing about that we don't know. Um, no. Then October 22nd, we're going to be in Toronto playing uh, the Unplugged North show. Uh, then we're somewhere else in another time of October. And then the 29th, I think we're playing in Waterloo. Just a lot of acoustic shows happening. Lovely. Um, you can follow me on socials to actually know when those dates are because I have the memory of a goldfish. I highly recommend that you go follow Chinsi on the Eclipse on Instagram. Just also because the content is great, but I think Thanks. your your stories are what really makes uh, people connect with you, mm. uh, and how you portray your songwriting abilities. And you're like, oh, you you often post polls, and you're like, oh, should it be this or should it be that? You know, so you really love the input of your 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 fans and your listeners. So yeah. I think that's yeah. a a big big. Like shout out to you for that, uh, because you actually give a shit. And like, yeah, you, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you you know you're doing this because you love it, like you said at the top of the show. And um, this has been a lovely, lovely conversation. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for saying yes. Of um, course. <laughs> yeah, it's always a good time talking with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so stay on. But uh, Chinsia, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, and uh, be sure to check out Chinsia everywhere that she is. Go see her. Download her music and all that stuff.